Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, brought to you by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer for headaches. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold distress. Yes, when these occasional ailments make you miserable, take Alka-Seltzer for really fast, really effective relief. And now, attention class, listen closely. Here's your first question. If you combine the symbols for molybdenum, thorium, and erbium, what would you have? Hey, there's a real puzzler. Did you folks at home get that? And can you answer it? Well, give it a try while we have roll call here in our classroom. And here they are, the quiz kids. And now here's the man who fires a battery of questions into the battle of brains and who is sometimes battered down by the answers, your own chief quizzer, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Franklin Ferguson, and hello, everyone. Well, speaking of battles, we have a real one lined up for you today, friends. It's the Quiz Kids versus Quiz Kids Mothers. Yes, today on Mother's Day, the youngsters here in our classroom are going to match wits with their mothers, and, well, uh, the sparks should fly. It's all in friendly fun, however. If you could see these kiddies, you could tell they're really mighty proud to have Mom attending school this afternoon. You know, just before we went on the air, each youngster gave his mother a beautiful corsage. And I can tell you, the four lovely ladies seated here in front of me look mighty proud and happy, too. Well, let's have a roll call right now and identify them. Here we go. Sarah? I'm Mrs. Carl Kupperman, housewife. My husband is structural engineer. And her son? I'm Joel Kupperman, age 11 and 7 eight. Uh, Mrs. Kupperman, I, I don't believe you gave your age. Oh, well, we weren't told to. <laughs> oh, oh, is that so? Well, all right. Well, then we'll just... <laughs> Next, we have Alma. I'm Mrs. Joe Mullen, housewife. My husband teaches at the University of Chicago. And her son? I'm Mike Mullen. I'm 10 years old and in grade five. And Marcella? I'm Mrs. Patrick Conlon. I'm a housewife and my husband is in attorney at law. 
And Rose? I'm Connie Tomlin. I'm 10 years old and in sixth grade. And Rose? I'm Mrs. Julius Cook. I'm a housewife, and my husband is in charge of Diamond Company. And her daughter? I'm Naomi Cook. I'm nine years old and in the sixth grade. All right. Now then, uh, which team can answer that first question from Mrs. I.O. Ebert of Washington, D.C.? If you combine the symbols for molybdenum, thorium, and erbium, what would you have? We have about five hands up there, and little Patrick's hand was up first. All right, Pat. Well, molybdenum, molybdenum is M-O. M-O. Thorium is T-H. T-H. And erbium is E-R, so it's mother. That's mother's right, day. Patrick. Mother. That's our first question on this Mother's Day. Yes, of course, uh, we're just joking. There's a lot more to mother than just molybdenum and thorium and erbium. <laughs> well, you knew the answer to that one right off. And that means that Mrs. I.O. Ebert of Washington, D.C. wins a fine Zenith Transoceanic portable radio, the most outstanding in its field today. That's the reward that Alka Seltzer gives to every listener who sends us a question which is used on our program. If your question is answered correctly, you get your fine Zenith Transoceanic Standard Shortwave Portable Radio and a handsome luggage case. If your question is missed, the reward is a magnificent 239.50 Zenith Radio Phonograph combination. This has the automatic record changer, the new Cobra Tone Arm, two FM bands, and it's a real beauty. You'll be exceptionally proud of either Zenith Radio, so send those questions along, folks. Send them to Quiz Kids, Chicago. Well, this question is from Billy Fitzhelwing of West Allis, Wisconsin. If after school you Quiz Kids were to bring home Little Bo Peep, Little Boy Blue, Br'er Rabbit, and Peter Pan, what one place might you stop to pick them up other than the library or a bookshop? First hand up, uh, Mrs. Mullen. The grocery store. Why do you say it's a grocery store? Peter Pan is peanut butter. Yes. Very rabbit is uh, molasses. Molasses. And what was the other? Little boy blue. Oh, that's a rinse. Uh, Stars are blueing. Blue blueing, yes. No coating yard. It's not little boy. Little boy peach is what? Well, that's the rinse, isn't it? Well, now wait a minute. We have some more hands right, out there. Don't tell uh, me. Little boy peach is ammonia. That's oh, right, Mrs. Cook. That's absolutely right. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad to see that you know your groceries. <laughs> yes, sir. Here's our next question. Rosalind Samfield of Memphis, Tennessee, supposes you children had favorite lullabies that your mother sang to you to put you to sleep way back when uh, when you were little children. <laughs> Can you still remember the names after all these years, Patrick? Well, I remember one that uh, I liked very much. It's Kula Lua Lua. Oh, that's a dandy. And how Daddy's about... Daddy's lullaby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, that's right. And how about you, Naomi? Well, I remember Brahms' lullaby. Brahms' lullaby? Uh, watch your chair there, Patrick. Don't fall off. Well, now, uh, go. Well, my favorite lullaby is Brahms' lullaby, but my mom never sang me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> she never sang you to sleep at all? No. Oh, uh-huh. Well, now can you, uh, uh mothers uh, still remember them, and can you sing them for us? With the exception, of course, uh, Mrs. Copperman. So says she didn't sing in the street. How about the, uh, all right, uh, Mrs. Cook? Well, I'll try. Uh, I used to kind of add in some of my own words. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's perfectly all right. <clears throat> Lullaby and go to sleep. Well, I'll try to 
Uh, he certainly had a muffler put on him. <laughs> I certainly had a muffler put on him. Is that your dandy goal? Uh, I guess I should say he's just tired. Tired, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Mike? Uh, uh, yeah, you might say that, uh, it, it's right. He was in the city a long time ago. You might say he was an old jalopy. He was an old jalopy, yeah, that's a good one, too. Well, that's, uh, Melbourne is the first question session between quiz kids and their mothers to a close. And the scores up to now are quiz kids 45 and mothers 60. Well, what do you know about that? Hey, boy. That's nice going, mothers. That's curvy. That's very nice going. But this battle isn't over yet. The quiz kids have a surprise for you. They have arranged to run in an entire fresh team of their brothers and sisters. They brought them along just in case. And now while we get this brother and sister relief team ready for roll call, here is Franklin Ferguson with a special guest. Yes, and she's a typical mother. She's receiving special honors today, but we say she deserves them every day of the year, for she's the mainstay of every household. The person who anticipates the family's wants and needs who supplies their comfort, and who is the mediator in all those little irritating situations that arise. Thank you, Mr. Ferguson. Every mother appreciates those words. But in speaking of those little irritating situations that arise in every household, do you realize how often we mothers need help in straightening them out? Well, let's see now. You wouldn't mean... Uh... Yes, indeed, I would mean Alka-Seltzer, as you very well know. Why, when a man of the house comes home after a hard day at the office, and he's cross and irritable with a headache. We let Alka-Seltzer help straighten that situation out. Of course it does, and in a hurry, too, right? Yes, that's very true. That's what we like about Alka-Seltzer. It's so dependable, always so fast-acting. Not only for relief from occasional headaches, but for acid indigestion, too. Why, when someone in the family overeats, out comes the Alka-Seltzer bottle. And when someone in the family has a cold, well, we found that Alka-Seltzer's ABC Cold Comfort Treatment is ever so helpful in relieving so much of the distress. Well, say, I certainly don't have to convince you that it's a good idea to get the extra package when you buy Alka-Seltzer. I know it is, Mr. Ferguson. I always ask for two packages of Alka-Seltzer instead of one. And <laughs> I can give you the reason in rhyme, too. An extra package on the side keeps the family well supplied. All right, now here we go with the second half of our contest, and this time competing against our own mothers, we have Joel's sister. I'm Joel's sister, Harris Coverman. I'm 13 years old and in 1A. Uh, Mike's brother? I'm Mike's brother, I'm Mark Mullen. I'm 7 years old and in 2nd grade. Patrick's sister? I, I am Pat's sister. I am in 3rd grade. I'm Mr. in 3rd grade. And Naomi's brother. I'm Naomi's brother, George Cook. I'm 14 years old and an 8 age. All right, here we go now with our double board. Uh, Mrs. Merlene Hoffman of North Manchester, Indiana, points out that mothers oftentimes have very unusual situations to meet in connection with their children. What mother found she could identify her son by his peculiar habit of putting his hand over his face when she touched him? Harriet? Mrs. Canty and the Prince and the Pauper. That's right, the mother of Tom Canty. That's right, honey. Now, what mother sang so poorly in public on one occasion she thought she embarrassed her own son? Uh, no hands up. Mrs. Mullen? I did. 
You did. <laughs> we almost caught you off guard there, didn't we? Well, what was that uh, one about the, the Boy Scout meeting? Yes. Uh, I, yes. I understand Mike did a little blushing. Uh, what did Mark think of it? <laughs> well, Mark said that uh, I hadn't embarrassed him, and I felt all right about it until he said, I just figured nobody would know you were my mother. Oh. <laughs> You sounded all right on that singing question a little while ago, I want to tell you. Now, here's the next question. I'm sure we all enjoy watching for various kinds of birds as they return from their winter migration. But according to Harry R. Smith of Evanston, Illinois, these uh, there are a number of birds that just stay at home all the year round. Now, can you name any of these stay-at-homes? Mrs. Kupperman? Well, we have a robin that stays at our place all the round, all the round. Oh, it has a robin? It has a snip in the ease of the porch. And then we have the cardinal that stays too unusually so, but it does. Ah, uh -huh. well, uh, both of those are very unusual. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And this uh, mine? The owl stays. Yeah, the owl. The uh, pigeon. Uh, yes, the owls and the pigeon, yes. Uh, and uh, Mrs. Collins? Uh, a sparrow stays around all the time. That's right. And I've seen crows most all the yes, time. Yes, crows do too. Mm-hmm. All right, and Harriet? Some woodpeckers do too. Some woodpeckers, that's right. Now then, you'll have to think back quite a few years on this question from Louis R. Owens of Jacksonville, Florida. Can you name three makes of automobiles that are no longer manufactured? George? There's the uh, Apperson Jackrabbit, yeah. the Driscoll, yeah. and um, the Duryea. The Duryea? Mm -hmm. And there's the Duesenberg. The Duesenberg, yes. Yeah. The Auburn. Auburn. The... Um, I the Marmon, the Marmon, the, yeah. the Moon. The Moon. Uh, <laughs> I remember all of them very well. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, George. Go on. Um, the oh, Haynes Apperson. The Haynes Apperson. Yeah. And. All right, well, let's, uh, Mrs. Cuffman. Jack Denny's Maxwell. Jack Denny's Maxwell. And an old Essex we used to have. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Collins. Graham Page, I think. Uh, Graham Page and uh, Mrs. Cook. Ah, uh, the real. Yes, is that an old one? Yeah, the real. Oh, the Bristol. What one was that, George? The eight what? wheels, the octo auto. Oh, the octo auto. Four mm -hmm. oh. wheels in the back, the four wheels in the front. Oh, I see. <laughs> Boy, when you had tied up, you really had tied up, didn't you? Uh, Mrs. Cook? Uh, how about the English? Uh, well, how about it? Did someone the English? <laughs> the English? The English. <laughs> well, all right. This is government. And they're not making these baby Aussies anymore. Well, uh, mm -hmm. that's. I guess we could go on. There's about 2,500 of them. I have them all here in front of me. But, uh, so here we go with the next question. Mrs. E.F. Foote of Appleton, Wisconsin, thinks that certain characters in mythology have unusual traits that might come in handy for any mother. Can you quiz kids and you mothers suggest any of these advantages that might be useful? Uh, Mrs. Collins? Well, yesterday when I went out to call Pat and Sheila in for dinner, I think I could have used Centaur's voice. He could be heard for 100 miles. Oh, yes, yes. And then I could use a little bit of King Midas' golden touch with the price of things as well. <laughs> oh, there you like it. And the wisdom of Minerva and settling disputes. Uh, yes. And uh, Mrs. Mullen? Janice could look two ways at once. 
Well, that's right, yes, uh-huh. If Mother did that, why, she could play bridge and watch the baby sing. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Sheila? Well, when the doctors received the magic pictures from the gods that was always full of milk, and Mama could use that with three children in the house. Well, you could just as she could, yes, sir, and Harriet. And, and Vulcan could fix anything around the house, and Mercury could run messages. Oh, there's uh, nothing personal in that, uh, in, in so far as your father's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, about taking things out of the house. <laughs> Sheila again. Curtis was the flying horse. Mama could use that to get places faster, too. That's right, you bet. Well, now, here's an opera question from H.J. Lilliams, all of the Bronx, New York. What opera begins in a boudoir and ends with a reproduction of a certain fair? What opera? Mrs. Conlon? Um... I think that's Martha. That's right, the opera Martha, that's correct. What opera begins in a man's study and ends in a prison? Mrs. Mullins. Faust. Faust, that's absolutely right. Well, now, uh, let's see what... Uh, oh, here's a dandy. Mm. Yeah, now, this question is from Miss H.M. Hendricks of Plant City, Florida, and you are to get two on three parts. Name areas of land on the surface of the earth known as greater and lesser. Greater and lesser. Mrs. Collins? Uh, greater and Chili. That's right. Greater and lesser and Chili. And Chili. Yeah. That's correct. Upper and lower. Upper and lower. Mrs. Michigan. Upper and lower Michigan. Correct. Inner and outer. Mrs. Collins? Mongolia. Mongolia. I asked for two out of three. You gave me three out of three. Well, before we have a try at this next question, here's Franklin Ferguson to question our listeners. Yes? Yes, Joe, and I know I'll get all hands up on this one. Here it is, folks. As you're sitting there, relaxing, enjoying the leisure of this fine Sunday afternoon, don't you hate to think of getting up early tomorrow morning and going back to work? And say, it'll be twice as hard if you wake up with an annoying headache. You know, that occasionally happens. And I hope you also know what to do about it. If you've ever tried Alka-Seltzer, you do. That's for sure. Yes, thousands say there's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer for really fast relief from a headache. The reason is this. Alka-Seltzer is already dissolved when you drink it. That means its pain-relieving ingredient, sodium acetyl salicylate, is really ready to go to work instantly. And because it's in sparkling solution, that effervescent base, Alka-Seltzer, gets there fast, gives fast relief. So it'll pay you to remember, when headache causes grief, misery can be brief. Take Alka-Seltzer for relief. Ask for Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore. Get it in either the 30 or 60 cent size package. And now, mothers, here's where your competition really gets tough because the quiz kids are bringing in both teams to compete with you in this last session. And here they are, all eight of them, and that means that you mothers will have to think just twice as fast on this next question. For this question from Jim P. Matthews of Horatio, Arkansas, you ought to name women who appear in Shakespeare's plays. And I'll, uh, I'll call on first one team and then the other, and you ought to name one character at a time until one team fails to name one. All right, let's go. Women characters found in Shakespeare, and we'll start off with the mother's team first. Mrs. Cook? Ophelia. All right, kids. Patricia. All right, mothers. Mrs. Collins? Melissa. Uh, kids. Naomi? Miranda. Mrs. Copperman? Julia. Joel? Uh, Olivia. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Cook? Hermione. Patrick? Amelia. Mrs. Collins? Sylvia. Naomi? Catherine. Mrs. Cook again. Gertrude. All right, Patrick. Lady Cap, you're up. Uh, Mrs. Common. Here's Simona. Joel. Hermia. Well, we had that before, oh, Joel. There was two of them. Uh, oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, no, Helma, I mean. Helma. Huh? 
Mrs. Mullen. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Pat. I'm a dean. All right, Mrs. Cook. Viola. Joe. Lady Percy. Mrs. Conlon. Richard. Naomi. Lady Monica. Mrs. Cupple. Yep. Uh, Harriet. Yeah. All right, uh, Mrs. Uh, <laughs> Lady Nightshare. After all, there's only 12 here, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick. Charmian. All right, Mrs. Cupperman. Richard. Naomi. One of the witches from Master. Uh, Mrs. Con <laughs> 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 Mrs. Connor. We're getting down the bottom of the barrel here. I can see that. Uh, Mrs. Connor. Lady Metcalf. Lady Metcalf. Patrick. Iris. Uh, Mrs. Mullen. Olivia. I think we had Olivia before. Pretty sure we did. Can you take him down real quick? Oh, um. All right. Uh, no, the other, one of the other witches. <laughs> one of the other witches. All right. All right. Kids, how about Joe? The third witch. <laughs> suggested by Mrs. Frank M. Sherlock of Cranford, New Jersey. Do you believe that children should be seen but not heard? All right, Mrs. Kupperman. I think that, it, that children uh, should have a right to be heard and to express their ideas, uh -huh. but properly. All right, Mike. Uh, well, I think uh, if the quiz children should be heard, children should be heard because if they, if they're if they weren't there, they wouldn't be in a great kid. Well, now, what do you know about that? Yes, sir. That's right. Now, how about the rest of you mothers? Would you like to get in on this, Mrs. Cook? Well, I'm inclined to agree along those lines. You are? Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, Patrick? Well, um, sometimes, some people, I have a little habit of going up talking of being heard too much. But, uh, uh, of course, I think, I think that being heard is all right, too. Oh, you're in favor of you then, in other words, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Carmen. Uh, I think children should be trained uh, to be able to express their thoughts when they're asked to do so, or when the occasion arises that uh, in the audience would like to hear what they have to say. Yes, huh? But I don't think that they should be taught to be too far. Mm -hmm. And uh, Harriet? I think it depends on the time and the place. The time and the place. I think okay. that's very, very logical. And um, uh, let's see, here's uh, little Mark here. Mark, what do you think, son? I think it's all right if they don't do it too much. It's all right if they don't do it too much. Now, how do you like that? He's a very serious little fellow, too, and he really means it. And Naomi? I think it's all right that children can be heard. You think it's all right? Well, okay. I guess that just about covers that very nicely. Now, let's see. Uh, we all know what names you mothers chose for your children, but Mrs. E.K. Chapman of Brooklyn, Massachusetts, wonders if you could make a good guess at what names are considered first and second in popularity for boys and for girls. Incidentally, uh, if you happen to read the recent Gallup poll on this, you won't have to guess. All right, uh, I'll let you have uh, Mrs. Mullen. 
her hand is up. John is the most popular boy's name. That's right. That's number one. Place mm -hmm. number one. William is second. William is second. That's right. Now, how about the girl? Mary is first. Mary is first. And this is Elizabeth. Elizabeth is second. Uh, right. Uh-huh. Uh yes. Well, there is the old school bell. And what a contest we have. The judges will be ready to tell us which is the winning team in just a moment. While we're waiting to find out whether it's the mothers or the quiz kids, here's an important message for all you mothers listening in. Mothers, are you having trouble getting your children and your family to take their vitamins every day? Try giving them one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Each one-a-day brand multiple capsule contains all the vitamins for which the amount needed for grown-ups and children has been established. What's more, one capsule every day is all they take. And one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules are low in cost. A full two-month supply for only $2. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand vitamins. Good for growing children and adults. Remember, for vitamins the easy way, for vitamins the thrifty way, the brand you want is one-a-day. Well, here's the big news, folks. The final score for the entire Battle of Brains today, Quiz Kids 134 and Mothers... One hundred and ninety-nine! <laughs> well, congratulations, mothers. Bless your hearts. Even with the odds two to one, you fought your way to victory. And believe me, that's some accomplishment. I know all you quiz kids are proud of your mothers. And you children put up a great fight, too, yeah? Each one of you quiz kids receives a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. And each of you winning mothers receives a lovely Mother's Day gift from the makers of Alka-Seltzer. And here it is. It's the new Z-Net. It's the new Z-Net Portable, a product of Zenith Radio Corporation, no larger than your handbag, yet it operates on either battery or house current. It's strikingly beautiful and one that will give you the excellent performance for which all Zenith radios are famous. Well, we were certainly happy to have you mothers with us this afternoon, and we all had a great time. And next Sunday, we're calling back our winners of two weeks ago. That's Joe Copperman, Lonnie Lundy, and Naomi Cook to compete with two new quiz kids, Noreen Novick, 14, and Whit Humphrey, age 11. And now until next Sunday, when I hope all you listeners will plan to attend school, this is Joe Kelly dismissing class. Goodbye, kids. Goodbye, Mr. Kelly. Goodbye, mothers. Goodbye, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> listen to the Quiz Kids every week, and listen to Alka Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday over most of these NBC stations. This is Franklin Ferguson speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.